Good Monday morning, everybody. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today we're talking about how to taste your food. Season to taste is a phrase that is often seen at the end of a recipe. I usually write it at the end of my recipes. However, I've come to realize that not everyone knows how to do this. So today we're going to talk about how to taste your food and how to season it based on how it tastes. Now, seasoning is one of the keys to unlocking the next level of cooking. It is by far the most important part of making food taste good. Master this and you will make food better than you thought possible. So what is seasoning? The term seasoning is a broad term that generally covers herbs and spices that are added to food to affect the flavor. However, at the end of a recipe, season to taste is generally referring to salt and pepper. But it is also a way for the recipe writer to acknowledge that my one tablespoon of dried oregano may be different than yours and that we should adjust Taste and adjust as needed. Differences in ingredients. Ingredients are not all created equal. You can line up 20 chicken legs and they will all be slightly different. Some may have more fat, some might be drier, some might be older, some may have been fed corn while others were fed grain. All of this will affect the ingredients taste, how they interact with other ingredients and how they cook. Now let's go back to oregano for a second. If I have one tablespoon of homegrown hung dried oregano, it's going to taste a lot different than commercially produced heat dried oregano. The heat from drying destroys some of the subtle notes in the flavor of home dried um, uh, in excuse me. The heat from drying destroys some of the subtle notes in the flavor. So the home dried and the factory dried won't taste the same. One tablespoon of one doesn't equal one tablespoon of the other. Now not all salt and pepper are the same either. Salt especially is many different varieties which all taste different. They also dissolve differently in food. So our recipe may call for half a teaspoon of salt, but is that table salt, kosher salt, sea salt? All of these salts are very different in a lot of ways. Now overcoming the differences. This is the point that I'm trying to make. Follow a following a recipe is all well and good, and it can yield good food. However, being able to adjust and taste as needed will allow you to make great food. Why? Because ingredients are different. A good cook knows how to listen to their palate and adjust as required. Taste. Being able to taste is only part of the equation. The other part is deciphering what that information means and how to adjust for it. In other words, when I taste a spaghetti sauce, how do I know it needs more oregano instead of more basil? Well, this is where things get a bit complicated. What it really comes down to is experience. As you cook more and taste more, you kind of build up a flavor library in your mind. You're able to access this library to pick out individual flavors, to notice what's missing, and to know what's needed to fill that gap. And what's really cool is whether you know it or not, you already have a flavor library in your mind. You've tasted loads of food. You know if something tastes good or bad. You know when adjustments need to be made. And you have to trust that information and actively try to grow and cultivate it. Fake it till you make it. Now, it is kind of possible to fake your way through this, um, and it's by using your sense of smell. Now, if I were to taste some spaghetti sauce, and I think maybe it could use more oregano, here's what I would do if I didn't know what to do. Taste some of the sauce, smell some oregano, taste the sauce again. On that second taste, does it seem like that smell of oregano made the sauce taste better? Does it seem like maybe that oregano was missing, or was it overpowering? Once you're kind of convinced that you need to add a bit more oregano, add only a tiny amount. You can always add more, but you can't you know, take any away. One teaspoon or less should do it. Stir it in, wait a minute or two, and then taste again. If you need to add more, add some more. 
it's important to remember that one extra teaspoon of oregano isn't really going to ruin your sauce. Four might, but one missing teaspoon of oregano will probably have an effect on it beyond the pretense. In all honesty, a large part of this comes down to personal preference. Maybe you like more or less oregano than I do. That's fine. The real process with all of this is to taste and adjust until it tastes good to you. Again, it really comes down to experience. The more you cook, the better a cook you will be. The more you taste, the better a taster you will be. You can't expect to be a great cook if you only cook once a month. You wouldn't expect to be a great baseball player if you only played baseball once a month, right? Salty, acidic, sweet, and pepper. Salt. Here's the thing about salt. You shouldn't taste it, ever. Except maybe on potato chips. Salt should be working behind the scenes to enhance the flavors of other of everything else. So, if you're tasting salt, whether a dish needs it or not, don't try to taste it. Sorry, I misread that sentence. If you are tasting for salt, whether a dish needs it or not, don't try to taste salt. You want to taste for impact. That's a weird sentence. I know that, but bear with me. The question you need to ask yourself is how impactful is the flavor of this dish? Why? Because the salt is ideally going to elevate all the flavors around it and push them into a harmonious group. That is the power of salt. I always equate it to playing guitar. If I played a guitar slightly out of tune, it it might sound okay, but it's never going to sound great. But if I do tune it, then it can sound amazing. That is what salt is. It is the fine-tuning of a guitar, or the fine-tuning, rather. Uh, Acid. If salt is like tuning a guitar, acid is like putting new strings on it. If you don't know, new strings make a guitar sound bright. There, There is an almost overpowering brilliance to the sound of new strings. That is the power of acid. Acid can be a lot of things. There are obvious... There are... There are the obvious ingredients like citrus juice and vinegar, but tomato is an acidic ingredient as well. A small amount of acid can go a long way. Too much can be overpowering. Add acid when a dish seems flat, meaning when you taste it, your tongue doesn't get excited. You don't salivate more than usual, and add it only until you do salivate. Sweet. You know something needs a bit of something sweet if it is too acidic or too spicy. The sweetness can balance that out. Sugar, honey, molasses, maple syrup, or even caramelized onions or roasted vegetables can be added uh, to add sweetness to a dish. Pepper. Pepper is like the most ubiquitous ingredient in Western cooking. We put it in everything. Why? Well, it adds just a, a little tiny bit of warmth to a dish, which is good for the palate and for digestion. Add just enough to feel a slight warming on the tongue, but not enough that you can easily pick out the flavor of pepper. Conclusion. This all seems like a very complicated way to say, adjust until food tastes good. That's it. Just taste it and adjust until you think it's good. But always ask yourself, could this be better? If the answer is yes, then keep going. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. Uh, and... You could even leave a rating, which would be very much appreciated. Um, Tonight is Monday. That means that this evening at 6 p.m. Atlantic, I will be going live and doing my weekly live cooking show slash lesson on Facebook. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Ben Kelly Cooks at 6 p.m. Atlantic. Um, Yeah, so if you want to check that out, that would be good as well. And you'll probably learn a lot. 
Other than that, I hope that you have a fantastic Monday today. I'll be back tomorrow, uh, and as tomorrow is Tuesday, it's Brief History Day, and tomorrow we're going to do a brief history of cornbread. So I will see you then. Thank you for listening. Have a great Monday, everybody.